0: The following is my conversation with Dilip George, a contemporary violinist who has taken a unique approach to his art. We discuss his inspirations, how deracination has shaped his performing style and what drives him to keep making music. So without further ado, let's get started. This show is made possible by Helleboreen Crowkeeper. Check them out at uh, uh, com. Support the show and visit them today. Thanks for listening. So, Dileep, tell us a little about yourself. How did you get interested
1: in music? I actually started playing the violin when I was pretty young, and I must have been about eight or nine years old. I basically got interested in it because my sister was a big fan of music and I started to imitate her.
0: That's really cool. Can you tell us a little about your natural approach to playing the violin?
1: Uh, well, I guess my natural approach would be classified as casualism, basically just trying to have fun with it and make it sound nice as possible. I really don't try to overthink things too much and I just go with the flow.
0: That sounds like a very refreshing approach to playing the violin. Mm. In what ways do you think deracination has shaped your
1: music? Personally, I think deracination has definitely shaped my music in that I try to make it as unpredictable as possible. It can be difficult to, to stick to one specific style when you're trying to portray a certain mood or feel. So I think that by being unpredictable, I can achieve those goals a lot more easily.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Do you have any particular favorite pieces of yours that represent this approach to music?
1: Definitely, one of my favorite pieces is called Fiddle Minuet, and it was actually composed for me by a friend of mine. It's really inspired by 17th century Renaissance music, and it features some soft, delicate passages combined with some more lively sections. It all comes together to create this beautiful flow, which is something that I really try to emulate in my own playing.
0: That sounds amazing. What do you think the future holds for classical music?
1: Personally, I think the future of classical music is very bright. There's been a recent resurgence in popularity, and I think that there's a lot of potential for it to continue to grow.
0: So, D-Leap, you play solo or in an ensemble?
1: Mostly, I just play solo. There's actually a, a really great chamber ensemble called Pulse Point, and I've performed with them a few times. But for the most part, I, but for the most part, I prefer to just play solo.
0: Is there one piece of music you would recommend to someone starting out in
1: classical music? Personally, I recommend anyone starting out in classical music to listen to Kurt Weill's Lady in the Dark. It's a very accessible piece, and it features some very strong melodies that you can learn to play easily.
0: d do you have any children? What's the name of your youngest son?
1: I do have children, actually. My youngest son's name is Purnima. He's six years old currently.
0: Oh, by the way, do you happen to know the name of the composer for the lady in the dark excerpt that you played. I've been meaning to ask for years.
1: It's good, we, I believe. I'm not particularly familiar with the title, to be honest. It might actually be called The Man with the Yellow Hat.
0: Oh, okay, thank you for informing me. That will help me a little bit. Thanks for being on the show, Dilip.
1: No problem at all. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and please leave us a rating and review on iTunes if you have the time. And as always, we'll end the podcast with one of my poems. This one is named Vertigo. A dizzying sense of vertigo. I feel my balance slipping away. I towards what I can't escape. I'm pulled towards what I despise.